Hey, what's up? It's Duff. It's another episode of Duff Uncensored. I feel like I just scared you real quick. It'd be like, hey, what's up? Oh, shit. My heart. My heart. Oh, my God. Anyway, uh, hi. How are you? Hope you're having a great day. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. And don't forget, today's episode is presented to you by Superbook Sports Colorado. A lot to get to. Uh, a lot of great headlines, got some, uh, you know, follow-ups on some previous stories. Can't wait to get to those. One, real quick, I I, I just, it, it popped in my head as I did that little <laughs> intro right there, is I scared the shit out of somebody so bad once when I worked at the radio station. And keep in mind, I used to get there right around between 3.30 and 4 o'clock in the morning every single Monday through Friday. And one of the former producers for the KS1075 Morning Show, a guy, na- a guy named Jay, went by uh, his last name Wiggins or something like that. <laughs> that. I don't know if that's his last name, but we called him Wiggins. But anyway, good dude. He actually now runs I'm From Denver on Facebook. Real smart guy. Real successful. Anyway, at the time, he and I both worked in the mornings as producers just two different stations. Anyway, I'm waiting to go downstairs in the elevator in the lobby. I'm in the upstairs lobby where the radio station is, and I'm standing in the dark just waiting for the elevator to pop up. And I'm standing like right in front of the elevator door because it's coming up. Well, he is coming up stairs to my level where I'm at, but he's sitting there staring at his phone. So the door opens, and, and he doesn't know I'm right there. And again, it's I'm standing in the dark. And I just go, ah! <laughs> like that. He drops his phone as he's, as he's stepping out of the elevator. And he, he literally puts his back to the wall and slides down. He And he wasn't laughing at first because he's like, Oh, 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 I have never scared anyone so bad in my life. And there was a moment where I'm like, oh, shit, what if I gave him a heart attack? And and I felt so bad. (laughs) It was funny as shit, though. He eventually, after like 20 seconds of him to get his bearings about himself, he finally was able to, uh, you know, appreciate the joke. (laughs) That being said, I hate being scared. Hate it. Hate it. My wife and kids think it's hilarious to scare each other. And they think it's hilarious to scare me. Do you know what I do every time I get come out of the bathroom? I have to look. I, I exit quietly and slowly and always look to the sides. It's like I'm a, you know, a police officer trying to clear a room. But instead, it's me just trying to cope with my family. And I like slowly turn to to make sure my wife or my kids aren't there to scare me. And every time I forget is when they get me. Oh my God, it pisses me off. And they just laugh. (laughs) Ha 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 ha. Well, guess what? If I die, it's on your hands. Live with that. Okay. (laughs) It's a bit morbid, but Jesus, after what I did to that guy at the radio station and seeing him just like slowly slide down the wall. And, and like grasping his chest. And keep in mind, this guy at the time was probably mid-20s, maybe early 30s. 
and and I'm like, oh shit, I I scared him almost to death. So if you see me, don't you fucking dare scare me. I hate it, hate it. Not a big fan of going to haunted houses. I'll go to them, but I'll tell you what, I'm hating every moment of it. Hating every moment of it. Uh, I need to put this out there because it needs to be said. I'm being ghosted by Casa Bonita, the South Park guys, the owners of Casa Bonita. They had everybody sign up for your chance to get in and get on an email list so you could go in and experience Casa Bonita without the huge-ass lines. I get it. If they just opened the door, it would have been complete chaos, right? Would have been complete chaos if they just said, okay, we're open, anybody can come. They would have had a fucking 10-mile-long line trying to get into Casa Bonita. It would have been a nightmare. And probably lawsuits and shit like that would have occurred out of it. So they're doing like kind of a slow rollout. And one of the ways was you sign up and put your email on there. And once they go through it, they're going to, you know, they'll contact you and say, Hey, you want to come to Casa Bonita and spend $130, uh, you know, plus tax (laughs) Uh, for you and your family of four? Sure, let's do it. Once a year, maybe once every couple of years. But anyway, they, it's it's been months now since they've opened. Haven't got a damn thing sent back to me. I think I think it's a conspiracy. They don't want anybody going in there giving an honest critique. And listen, my intentions aren't malicious. I just want to go in there and be honest. Is it really good? Because I heard a, a a morning show host. Uh, BJ on Alice and listen, BJ, love you, buddy. But man, if you stroked him any harder, holy crap, they're gonna get burned, skin burned. <laughs> okay, it's not gonna be good. They're gonna be walking around with it, you know, like they just got off a horse. That does no good. Oh, it's the best Mexican food I've ever had. Blah 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 blah. Okay, I don't believe that. I don't believe that for one fucking second. Don't believe it until I try it. And all the people I've been talking to, they're like, yeah, I'm on the list too. Haven't heard a fucking word. You know why? Because they're going through people. They're going to stroke them off first. And then a few miscellaneous, you know, Joe Schmoes. That's ridiculous. Let's get down to the, to the truth. You just don't, you can't handle the truth. I'm sure it is a big upgrade. It just pisses me off that I haven't got a response. Even if it's like, hey, you're, you're, it's like an email call waiting list. If they just email me every now and then, be like, hey, we haven't lost your reservation. It's still there. We're going to get a hold of you soon. Your call is important. Someone will be with you shortly. It may take a few months, but yeah, we'll get to you eventually. It just kind of pisses me off. Okay? That's all I'm saying. It's all I'm saying, Casa Bonita. I want to go in there and experience it so I can give people... An honest review, not somebody that's trying to stroke them off and and establish some sort of deal. We can work out a deal afterwards, but let's be honest. We need a a, a legit review. That's where I come in. I'll go in there with some white gloves and a fancy tie, maybe a a fancy hat. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I'll go in there in a white suit. 
Does anybody have a white suit that I could borrow? Preferably too small, because that'd be hilarious, let's be honest. Anyway, you know what's hilarious? Let's jump into those headlines. Let's go! Let's go! And now, here are the headlines. <laughs> this is great freaking news. I told you not too long ago that Taco Tuesday was being held captive by Taco John's, the borderline miscellaneous taco uh, restaurant, okay? Everybody knows Taco Bell, right? But then there's little-known Taco John's based out of Wyoming, and they held the rights for like three decades for the phrase Taco Tuesday, which good for them that they came up with it for so long, and then they were able to you know, hold the rights to it. That's pretty cool. But the problem is, is it got to the point where as of within probably the last decade, everybody wanted to use it. Everybody was loosely using it. But Taco John's actually held the rights to it, so you couldn't actually advertise with it. Otherwise, they'd go after you. Well, after Taco Bell and other taco entities (laughs) pressured them to do so, They finally said, you know what? We've always prided ourselves on being the home of Taco Tuesday, but paying millions of dollars to lawyers to defend our mark just doesn't feel like the right thing to do. That's according to Taco John's CEO, Jim Creel, and he released that statement to CNN. So good for them, because it was bad publicity if they were going to dig in their heels on that shit. And he also added, it's just not worth the amount of money it would take to defend it. We'd rather take that money and put it toward a good cause. So that's good. Good. You made the right choice, Jim. Because if you if you hold on to that and be like, no, Taco Tuesday's ours. And they're like, who are you again? Oh, you're the dicks that won't let go of Taco Tuesday. You sons of bitches. So... It, it was would have been a bad look. It would have been financially moronic to, to hold on to it and try to defend it. Instead, now, now what they need to do is make a TV campaign about it and say how they're giving Taco Tuesday to the rest of the world and really kind of let people know that don't know that they're the ones that are letting it go. They need to do that, and that's good publicity. We'll see if they do it. Because otherwise, like a lot of people are that, that I've uh, talked to in passing about Taco Tuesday and, blah, and, and through this uh, podcast, they're like, what's Taco John? Never heard of Taco John. And that's because there's not that many of them. But people that go there swear by them and love them, like uh, uh, my buddy Mike Berman who's on KYGO. He loves Taco Tuesday. That's all he can fucking talk about. Taco Tuesday and uh, Taco John's. Taco John's is awesome, man. (sighs) Berman, you can buy me some Taco John's and try to convince me that it's better than Taco Bell, okay? I know you listen, or some of your, your listeners listen, okay? Let me know. You buy. There's one by my house. Never been there. I don't know. It's kind of cool, so start... uh, Start to expect uh, like Taco Bell and other places to really just put banners up and uh, commercials 
et cetera, promoting Taco Tuesday. And if Taco John's doesn't jump on the opportunity to advertise that they're giving Taco Tuesday to the world, they're, they're fucking up. But I wouldn't doubt if they don't, you know, don't do anything with it. With the Hollywood strike going on, you know, the, the writers and the actors joining the, the cause, expect a lot more reality shows to really start making their way on, on television. Because that, 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 you don't have to write that, and they're not actors, right? So one thing that's happening now, you've heard of The Bachelor. Well, now, get ready, folks. It's time for the Golden Bachelor. He posts his thirst traps in a leather-bound album. His DMs have postage. He gets the early bird special anytime he wants. If you call him, he'll answer the phone. He doesn't have gray hair. He has wisdom highlights. Florida wants to retire and move to him. He's Gary. And I'm your first Golden Bachelor. <laughs> it's your Love that song. Oh, my God. That's, that promo was saved by... By Jake, which is I believe it's spelled J V K E. Oh, amazing singer, amazing artist, and he's in complete control over his his songs, which I love. In whatever, in his distribution, whatever. Sorry, side note, I got derailed by Jake in his magical voice. Love his voice. If you haven't heard him, you need to Google it. Google, get on the Google machine. I know we're talking about the Golden Bachelor. But get on that Google machine on the computer box and then type in J-V-K-E. Right. J-V-K-E. Oh, okay. Oh, he looks young. He's a young whippersnapper. Anyway, going back to the Golden Bachelor, the guy is 71 years old. He's a restaurateur. And... It's just a new way of looking at things. Sure, they've been focusing for years and years with the bachelor for the young with the young folk. Now they're like, these geriatric fucks want to get laid too. <laughs> oh, you old people are like, hey, that's not nice. <laughs> Let me put my teeth in and be like, and then give you a stern talking to. I listen, I I'm not gonna watch it. <laughs> It's going to, although, although, actually, I have a thing for older women. I like older women. Oh, God. <laughs> so you see a bunch of cougars on there going after this one 70-year-old guy. I mean, good for him. Might be some good watching. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I, th I, I have no problems with it, but it is kind of like a peek into as long as this uh, strike goes on, this is what's going to be filling in the gaps. And I, I get it. It's easy money. And it's a good way of, in a, in a weird sense, like reinventing the wheel. They're, they're just like, okay, let's take a different spin at it. Okay, how can we spin this a different direction? Well, we've never gone with a 71-year-old. Okay, so that's going to be interesting. But it also made me think of this. So the Golden Bachelor 
is going to be on TV and people are going to be watching it. And the majority of the demographic watching it is going to be older folks. So what are those commercials going to look like, huh? I imagine looking through my crystal ball, what are the commercials that you're going to see? You're going to see a lot of fiber mix like Metamucil. Do you need to get those bowels moving? Oh, yeah, because shuffleboard just won't stop even though you're all backed up. Get into some Metamucil. It'll get things running. Adult diapers? Yes. If if he's not, if, if this guy Jerry's not wearing an adult, an adult diaper during this whole episode, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> or the ladies, like, they're like, I'm 89 years old and I lost bladder control years ago. That's why I trust the pen. <laughs> I, I laugh, but... Hey, you know I'll be there. Uh, pill dispensers, like fancy pill dispensers, not these like uh, you know basic plastic ones where it says like you know th- the first letter of the day of the week. No, no, they're gonna be like some high end ones that'll be like, "Hello, Gloria, it's time to take your two p.m. medicine." And then it dispenses it for. Her. Thanks, Gloria. Don't die today. That's that's the new pill dispensers. Somebody's gonna write me out very angry letter they won't email it to me they'll write it okay and then of course hair dye hair dye come on he has like i'm watching the promo and he has color in his hair and i want to call bullshit on that like come on man ladies i have a question for you or guys if you're into dudes or i guess it could go either way too because do you trust somebody that is consistently dyeing their hair. I have a hard time with that because I I think people look better as they age. Like me, I have no desire to dye my hair. My kids make fun of me because they're like, look at all dad's white hair and his beard and blah, blah, blah. If I let my hair grow out, they're like, oh, look at all the, the white hair. It's not even gray. It's white. Seriously. Then my wife has to point it out. I'm like, you fucking bitch. Kids, earmuffs, you are a bitch. <laughs> uh, that's because she doesn't have any white hair, and she does not color her hair. She does a good job, uh, you know, staying young for me. <laughs> She's my trophy wife. I'm just kidding. I shouldn't say that. That's fucked up. <laughs> but anyway, uh, do you have a problem with people that just... Like, that's their life. They color their hair. Do you color your hair? How do you justify it to other people around you and yourself? Because at what point do you go, oh, man. Because my mom, sorry, mom, putting your dirty laundry out there. But there was a point, I want to say, up until maybe five or six years ago, where my brother and I both said to my mom, we're like, just let it go. Stop you know, you're one, you're spending money on something you don't need to spend and just let your hair go white or gray, whatever it is. And it was kind of a hard decision for her because she had been doing it for so long. But at what, at what point do you just go, shit, what am I doing? And if you're in a relationship with somebody that does it and maybe you don't, do you find that slightly a turn off or a turn on? I don't know. It's kind of an interesting to think about. Uh, uh, when I brought up the possible sponsorship opportunities via Twitter, 
I got a couple reactions. One from Loki Holiday. He said, there's got to be Viagra. Absa freaking lootly. If they don't have some sort of, you know, like bluechew.com, which by the way, you can still go to bluechew.com, I believe, and use promo code DEHUFF, D-E-H-U-F-F, and you get like the first month for free. Oh, and if you get a boner, courtesy of me, you better scream out my name. <laughs> oh, fuck! Huh? Who? What? Uh, what? Nothing. I love you. <laughs> anyway, uh, so let me know if that works. <laughs> but Loki Holiday said Viagra. Yeah, any sort of male, male enhancement or ED medicine has to be making its way through that. That makes sense. Chris wrote laxative chocolates. Delicious with a chance of danger. <laughs> These are delicious chocolates. I'll be right back. I got to poo. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, uh, Bernice. <laughs> Jeffrey wrote, uh, wait, wait, no. Josh wrote memory pills in case I forget to watch this crap. <laughs> yes, Josh, exactly. And Jeffrey wrote, funny but we're all going to be there someday. I know, Jeffrey. Jeez. I get it. We all are going to be there someday. That's why we're laughing at it now. Because <laughs> when we're there and we're, we're you know, uh, really worried that we're going to urinate in our pants and hoping later I can get an erection and also make a bowel movement without crying. Yeah, yeah. I won't be laughing then. But I can laugh at it now. <laughs> Dwayne, you know, kind of speaking about the uh, writer strike and the Hollywood chaos that's going on. Uh, Dwayne Johnson just got paid $50 million up front from Amazon for an upcoming Christmas movie called Red One. I'm guessing he's probably going to be Santa Claus. Yeah, you can kind of see how the how this one's going to go. But good for him. He gets paid a shit ton of money no matter what movie he's in. Uh, that's the most ever somebody's been paid up front for a movie. Robert Downey Jr. and Will Smith, Will Smith have been tied for the top spot after earning $40 million for Captain America, Civil War, and King Richard for, uh, of course, uh, Will Smith. I don't know. To me, this kind of seems like a bad look for DJ. That's what I call him, DJ. We hang tight. Hey, DJ, let's go make another movie where you play the same character and you get paid a fuck ton of money. And you know what, though? I'll see it. I'll see it. Uh, with, with the Hollywood writers and actors strike going on, I feel like this is a bad look for Dwayne Johnson. I'm sure, as other people have said, he'll probably come out and say, yeah, no, 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 we signed this before this all happened, or this was being, you know, worked on before then. You'll never know. But I, I feel like as somebody that used to be part of a union, and while that was only for like three years of my life, but it was at the very beginning of my career, the my working career when I worked at Safeway, literally was working there for a month, then we went on strike. And I walked the picket line. I refused to cross the picket line. I feel like this is 
like Dwayne Johnson crossing the picket line to sign a deal. Doesn't it? I don't know. I, I'm sure there's there's a good chance I'm looking at this incorrectly, but if you're part of a union, would that kind of bug you if, if, if somebody who was your equal, so another actor in this case, but if whatever you do, if you're on strike and somebody who is technically your equal, they do the exact same thing you do, but maybe they're better at it or they get paid more than you, Does that part's irrelevant in this situation. But if all of a sudden they work out a deal where they're get, getting a raise and blah, 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 doesn't that seem like a slap in the face of everybody else around in the industry that is on the same quote-unquote level as you or as that person? I, I feel like it is. What I'm saying is, down with Dwayne Johnson. Fuck the rock. Fuck the... No, oh, I won't say that. <laughs> I won't say that. Uh, I, I, I don't know. Let me know your thoughts. Podcast at gmail.com or you can hit me up on my socials at Podcast. Always looking forward to interact with you. And we can always recap on that a little bit later. But that's the way I'm looking at it is he's crossing a picket line and is oblivious to what is going on with the writers and, and actors, like people getting screwed on residuals and, and all this other shit. And this is going to be on Hulu. I believe, wait, no, 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 excuse me. That was the uh, Golden Bachelor is going to be on Hulu. And of course, this one's going to be on Amazon. But I don't know. It's interesting. Let me know your thoughts. We got more coming your way. But first, we're changing the game. So help your bets stay hot this summer at Superbook Sports, the most trusted name in sports gambling, with a direct line to Las Vegas. And right now, when you use that promo code MILEHIGH, you score up to $250 with their first bet bonus. So win or lose, Superbook is going to match your first bet up to $250 with that promo code MILEHIGH. All you got to do, download that Superbook Sports app, enter the promo code MILEHIGH, and you're going to get 250 bucks courtesy of Superbook Sports. Go ahead and visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions. And if you got a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Well, this is something that we all really need to focus on because <laughs> it, uh, it could really fuck you up. It could really fuck you up. Take close <laughs> attention to this. Chris Achter, the owner of Swift Current Farming Company in Saskatchewan, sent a thumbs-up emoji in response to a photo of a contract to buy flax sent by grain buyer Kent Mickleborough. Achter tried and failed to argue that he sent the emoji to acknowledge the receipt of the contract, but the judge ruled it amounted to a contractual agreement. When the farming company owner failed to deliver the flax by the date specified in the contract, the two couldn't agree on the meaning behind the emoji, which led to the court case. Earlier this month, a judge in Canada, Canada, eh, ordered that farmer to pay the buyer $82,000 in Canadian, eh, which amounts to right around $62,000 U.S., you got to be careful what you write. And the more, and I know some people don't like this, but this is a good case of more information is better for you. CYA, cover your ass, okay? 
there's there's times where people just fill in the blanks and they read things, especially text. You, there, there's no cadence in there. It's just straight up words or in this case, emojis. And you fill in the gaps. There's a lot of assumption made. And the guy fucked up and he said he should have said, had the emoji, thumbs up, got it, I'll review it. And then they, you know, whatever. He wouldn't have been in this mess. And now he's 82,000 Canadian in the hole. So you got to be careful with that shit. That's where you would just give more information on your reply. And I know we don't like to do that. We try to condense everything with emojis or a IDK. I don't know. It's too hard to write. I don't know. <laughs> or BRB. I'll be right back. Um, have you ever been a victim to something similar to this? Maybe not to this extent, but I mean, I'm sure that there's been plenty of times we've all fall fallen victim in some sense where you respond, but you respond shortly. And then somebody's like, dude, I thought you were going to do that. And be like, no, I, I wrote back with like a thumbs up or a laughing emoji. I thought that meant you were going to do it. No, no, that's where you get a little wordy and to cover your butt. But this also reminds me of that bit from Key and Peele. If you've never seen Key and Peele, they're fucking hilarious. Now, obviously, they've gone their separate ways, but they're both dominant in in acting in Hollywood. But uh, when they had their show, Key and Peele, it's fucking hilarious. And they did this this bit where they're talking about how. When you text somebody, you can mean it one way, but the other person takes it another way. Oh, shoot. Keegan's been texting me. Sorry, dude. Missed your texts. I assumed we'd meet at the bar. Whatever. I don't care. Sorry, dude. Missed your texts. I assumed we'd meet at the bar. Whatever. I don't care. Whatever. I don't care. The fuck is his problem? Do you even want... To hang out. Do you even want to hang out? Oh, let's consider it. Like I said, whatever. Like I said, whatever? Fuck this guy. <laughs> Jesus, you are fucking priceless. Uh, Aww. <laughs> You're the one who's fucking priceless? This, this motherfucker right here. I love that. And that goes on for another minute. And, uh, you know, whatever. Uh, yeah. So let me know if that's ever happened to you. Let me know. Dehuff on, or excuse me, Dehuff podcast at gmail.com or hit me up on my socials at Dehuff podcast. Or if there's anything that you want to share with the, the show and the listeners, let me know, pass it along, whether it's a funny story, a creepy story. Ooh, we could set it aside for Halloween. <laughs> that's my, uh, thunder sound effect. <laughs> <laughs> but again, let me know to huff podcast at gmail.com or hit me up on my socials at to huff podcast, which by the way, I'm kind of done with threads already. The, 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 the Twitter quote unquote competition for, uh, you know, meta. It's just, it's just, eh. I feel like there's a bunch of people on threads that don't know how to use threads. 
they're trying to post the same shit that they post on uh, Instagram. And it's like, that's not why I'm going to, that's not why I go to Twitter. Twitter, I like to interact with people and nobody interacts on all these other things. So it's, it's interesting. I, I think it's losing its flavor. And if, if threads and meta aren't paying attention, people, they're going to lose more and more people because their, their, their usage rate has been cut in like in half within the past like week. So people are all, are kind of following what I'm doing. They're following me. No, no. But we're all, we all have the same idea of like, yeah, it was interesting. I'm on it. Every now and then I'll post something on it. But you got a bunch of people that, like, Instagram, you, people don't usually interact. It's like, ah, oh, I might like something, but, you know, I don't really engage with people as much as, like, say, the other platforms do. So it's, it's interesting. Let me know. Let me know if there's somebody good on threads to follow because I haven't found anybody good to follow on threads. I think it's, it's, a, it's a failed attempt to try to take down Elon Musk. I thought that they were going to do better, but I, I'm not seeing it. I'm not seeing it at all. Anyway, thank you guys so much for supporting the podcast. You guys are amazing. I love you. I love you. In a in a I don't know what's gonna happen. Are we really doing this? <laughs> type of way. Okay. Thanks for listening. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. Share it with your friends if you're able. Thanks so much to superbooksports.com. It's the Huff Uncensored. Let's keep moving forward, guys. I'll talk to you next time.